Hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. Last week, we took the week off because Molly had significant professional responsibilities. <sighs> wow, thank you for wording it that way. It was uh, it was a heavy lift, I would say. Boy, I don't want to say that I survived. I want to say that I'm thriving. <laughs> Did I turn the mic off with my chin? I don't think so. It sounds a little... Okay, there we go. Um, you can never be too careful when you you're can... lugging this chin around, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Your chin's very proportional. You look great. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, anyways, this week we watched The Man in the Iron Mask. <laughs> A 1998 film, so it came out when I was 12, mm-hmm. and I remembered it being pretty good. Oh yeah, you know, for a 12 year old, because your that's pool pretty is, good. Is so small. Of and reference. I was like, wow, I love costume dramas. Wow, this movie sucks so bad. I can't, I can't believe how bad it is. Body, heart, and soul. That's really one terrible movie. <laughs> I do have to tell you, I was impressed by some costumery. Yeah, the costumes. I think I might actually be warming to that period if it's campy the way this was, you know, like they're yeah. oversaturated clothing. Yeah. Well, this is like Louis 14. Yeah. Your boy. Boy, I love him. Yeah, boy. Like, you know, evil in a lot of ways. But you could fix him. I could fix him. <laughs> yeah, I could fix him. Um, but before we talk about this stupid, terrible film, <laughs> bitch, let's sync up. What have Please. you been up to? Thank you for asking. Well, if you were sitting across from me, you would see a woman (laughs) who looks like she's been kicked to all hell by various mules in a sort of 360 pattern. You just look like yourself in sweats. Um, Well, I've got a heating pad. That's the main diff. That Um, is the main diff. So, well, why keep you waiting any longer? I went to Six Flags Hell yeah. Um, Craig and I both had like long weeks I was in office four days out of five thank you your prayers were appreciated um and so we were like let's do something a little whimsical let's put a little fun back in it because I'm never gonna survive when was the last time y'all had gone probably uh actually the last time we went Craig's leg was still busted woof okay so 2016 yeah prior to that i think we'd gone on like a date there when i just moved to austin okay wow so you've been there like three times yeah and i enjoy it (laughs) i i love that theme park it's everything you think it's gonna be all walks of life you know what i mean yeah you're gonna find them at the theme park always you know i haven't been to six flags probably in it probably close to 20 years now um how much does that cost to get on? Is it a lot? No, I think it was like 25 to 30 a ticket. Oh, really? And then parking is like 30, but they bundle it up if you pay Okay, yeah. okay. I don't know why I was expecting it to be like no, a lot. No, it's probably way cheaper for kids, too. Hey. Uh, the food is overpriced and terrible. <laughs> like, why lie? It's Cisco, Cisco limited. Foods Cisco quality. Brands, and yeah. I saw it, like, in this one burger hut that we went to. I could see the whole kit and caboodle back there. Oh. And let me tell you something else. They're just not doing lids and straws At unless all? you want to buy a memorabilia cup. Oh no, everything's just in a plastic cup. Yeah. Yuck. But it's for the environment, probably. Oh. You know what God. I mean? That's like the line they're going to walk. No, it's not like it's cost cheap. savings. Oh, God. <laughs> Tough times. Tough times. Yeah. Um, but hardly anyone was there. It is February, um, so it was a little chilly. I wore a beanie and then had to sort of fasten it with the hood of my jacket <sighs> so that. Roller it coasters would flip off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I at first I was like, okay, I'll take my hat off and put my hair up in a she ponytail. She would have worn a balaclava. 
That would have gone over well, I think. Uh, we did the world's steepest coaster, they say, but it's not that like far of a drop. Yeah. That being said, I did it with my eyes closed, and I don't know if I'll ever do it with them open. No, you sent me the POV. The way that they let you dangle there like that is not acceptable. Dangle. Absolute dangle. <laughs> uh, it was called like Dr. Diabolicals. Who's it? What's it? Oh. And yeah, like there's like lore. She's like selling you skincare, but then turns out she needs to harness your fear for some, th- some reason, some project that she's working on. <laughs> and we need to support women instead. Right. So at the very top, she's like, scream, scream. And if you're like standing near the ride, you're just going to hear that. Oh and over and then when you get to the second dip she's like that's not nearly enough and then like asks you to scream again which is excessive i feel yeah that's too much double slacking somebody you know also you know why don't you just make the ride scream worthy instead of asking me to scream (laughs) you know what i'm saying let the work speak for itself why don't you just meet me in the middle here (laughs) right um that was fun though. I ate French fries because I looked at the chicken and was like, I did watch Food Inc. one time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I, I know, know that, that these chickens were not treated with respect. No, these are that pink goo chicken. Yeah. I know that in my heart and I'm mm-hmm. not going to pursue that Mm-mm. path. Um, I also had a, uh, I ordered myself. Everyone's a vegetarian at a theme park. <laughs> Out of sheer survival, I think you have to be. Yeah. I'm so pissed though because I saw a girl with like a big soft pretzel after that oh my god i know women weren't supporting women that day but you know what sometimes sometimes theme park pretzels are really yeah. disappointing right i got funnel you know the cake, ones that are like a little too slick yes you know what i mean yeah like, you can't <laughs> over butter it well sometimes like they're wet the though. buttery yet sometimes they're, it's like they're wet but sometimes it's also like there's it's almost like the the lamination like the mm-hmm. shininess of the pretzel material doesn't really allow that much salt to stick dough do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but it's like they do, they boil the dough. Yeah. So it's like to make it kind of glossy. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes like they shocking it, overdo yeah. that and like the salt can't quite stick. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just got this weird artificial. Yes. Ugh. I'm very familiar with that kind of pretzel. And yeah. you know who is good at avoiding that shockingly at scale is Annie's. I know. Well, the, it's a high quality product. That- I would do SpawnCon for Annie's. <laughs> Wow. Any day of the week. Auntie Anne. I forgot that it's Auntie Anne's. I'm over here calling her Annie. Well, like, when I, I like really when I said Auntie Anne's just now I was like, oh, she said Annie's. Does she mean that cute place that's in the airport in Austin? No, Maybe you meant something no, chic and I'm no, talking no, about no. a mall product. Mm-hmm. But also, no, we're both talking about a mall product. Shouts out to Easy Tiger. They consistently have a good pretzel. Oh yeah, excellent. <clears throat> but it has more to do with the dippins. And also Easy Tiger is like uh it's like a definitely more elegant yes. pretzel experience than an Auntie Anne's mm-hmm. where your fingers are going to be absolutely covered in butter. Boy, it feels bad at the end. <laughs> it feels like you just like went for a spa treatment. It's the price you pay for love. Yeah, oh, God. Every time I'm in an airport, I'm like, skirt. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Anytime I see someone, because most of the time I try to fly out of Austin early mm-hmm. if I'm taking a flight and it's frequently before Auntie Anne's it's open and I just always feel like the biggest idiot in the world. I'm like, I missed out on my opportunity. You your go, own blessing. I don't go to the mall. I don't go to Barton Creek Mall. What and if, why doesn't the domain have one? I don't know. They're going in a really interesting direction. Like when I was there, they had a standalone Joe Malone and a Chanel. Yeah. Brandy Melville. Yeah, it's definitely very pissy. Yeah. That Joe Malone is a treat. 
You should go in there. Um, I will. Wow. But you know what? They don't have the staying power that I need in a scent. You know, I have never actually worn any of theirs long term. Um, I will say Jenny has um, a scent that every time I'm around her, I'm like, God dang it, Jenny. That smells so good. What are you wearing? She's always been a smell good girl. She has. She you know? is all. Yeah. A classic smell good girl. We always talk about- has been. Like, she and her mom have a base layer of, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like a, a warm, tropical kind of smell. Like coconut, though. Yeah. Like a toasted coconut. I don't know if that's, like, their hand soap. That goes a long way it in really setting does. a tone. Or their laundry. Could be Could that. be. But there's just kind of, like, a nice, like, gourmand. We just did orange dial. Like, like liquid dial, if I recall correctly. No, mom was soap. a big pear girly. For her bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it was trap. With the, the pear tree on it. Yeah. But no, the rest of everybody... I don't really remember what our hand soap situation was, to oh, be honest. I remember honest. being orange. Orange. And okay. Anxious. I don't remember that, but I do recall um, that at some point we got Marshalls and mom and Miss Annette got real serious about Marshalls. Yeah. And they'd go into that home goods section mm-hmm. and you'd get, you know... It, probably in the last decade or so, mom regularly goes and gets just the biggest bottle of hand soap you have ever beheld in your entire life. I mean, it's like... God, she loves to go buy a bit in a bobble. She loves a little shoppy shop. Yeah. (laughs) I saw that on TikTok, the shoppy shop. Shoppy shop, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I don't know if they're trying to aim some sort of critique at that, but... (laughs) I'm here to say that I'm pro shoppy shop. I love going into like a 200 square foot store Mm -hmm. that has like staples quote unquote that are like minimum $14. Yeah. You know what definitely, I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Because it has cute packaging. Yeah. And I am a sucker. That's that shit I like. <laughs> I love to go to Tiny Grocer. Are you into like the tinned fish dollars? No, I'm not. Um cuz I'm not a fish girl, really. I'm not a fish girl. Either. I know that that well, is obviously. like chic at the moment. <laughs> Nasty. Um, I feel like the the discourse around sardines has really picked up speed lately. I cooked Yuck. with them during the pandemic when I was just like working my way through all the Allison Roman yeah. recipes. And it was like, it tasted good. I've obviously eaten it quite a lot as a Caesar salad eater. Yeah. But like, the, you, it, the fish is whole when yeah. you throw it in. And every time I've sought counsel on this from anybody, they're like, well, it just sort of dissolves. Like what it's, does that it's mean? Eyes, it's skull, all or like it's not skull, bones, but like bones. Yeah. yeah, they just all dissolve. Yuck! I know. I remember asking Paige that because she was the first person that I ever recall telling me that she you when you cook with a sardine, you just throw the whole thing in. I was like, wait, what are their where do the little skeletons go? <clears throat> she was like, I don't know. They just kind of like fall apart. And I was like, well, but she's like what from a Cajun part of the country? Yes, yeah, and they. Are they just have a very familiar relationship with all kinds of fish? I guess so. I guess so. But there's um, old loser in Brooklyn on TikTok mm-hmm. um, was talking about how like she, I guess she was like talking about different items she likes or something. I don't know. And there was this cute handbag that had sardines, mm-hmm. um, like a graphic of sardines, like stitched on it. And she was like, "I'm so serious about sardines. Like I'm super Portuguese." And then she showed, had a cheek. I believe it. Graphically, they're extremely cute. And that's why I can be nothing but happy for the fishwife girl. Yeah. Who I think, like, she was doing something else before. I don't remember what it was. I remember reading, like, a profile on her at some point. But, boy, I mean, the tins that those things come in, it is cute. I love when someone gets rich off of good branding. 
You know Same. what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't be mad at them. No. Okay, I love the shit that's cute. I don't yeah. care if it's mid. <laughs> I would rather buy the mid cute thing than the quality ugly thing. Quote me on it, babe. Definitely. I mean, that's kind of how, like, Glossier became yeah. the girl. That's. I recently, like, I went to Sprouts. Yeah. And then immediately after, went to Whole Foods, and I was like, <sighs> I'm home, mama. Like, this, it, it's Bruh. such a better vibe. Someone told me we were getting a Sprouts over here. And I was like, tell them to fix their big lights. Cause it's just like, it's too jarring to go in there. Something about that place just makes me feel like cold, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's not a warm, happy feeling. Ooh, I just, ugh. Like. Makes my skin crawl to think about being in there. It's too bright. Oh, I get it. And it's too big. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. I feel that like a Sprouts would be better served looking like a Randall's. Wow. Yes, mm-hmm. when Randall's did their rebrand to be yeah, kind of like kind of cottagey, it was so cute. Honestly, yeah, it really was it worked? That was camp. Like you, you go to the bakery section and you're like, mm, I'm in a little French village. <laughs> oh, say, <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved it. And it's a spirit damn Halloween now <laughs> in the woodlands. Our childhood Randall's. I went into it. Like you went with me last time. I tell you, I thought about that recently when I was a little zooted, and I was like really messed up behind that because I was like that Randall's. Was there my whole childhood? She was mother. She was mother. She moved to different locations. I mean, it's like you you make jokes about a spirit Halloween taking over like a hollowed and institution. And you never think it's going to be your childhood <laughs> grocery store. You never do. And it's such a goofishly large yeah. space for that. God, and also that Randall's was chic. It the was outside like also That's got renovated. my bank account. Me too, at the Wells Fargo in Mm -hmm. there. Oh, man. I was catty corner from there when you were born. Oh, yeah, at At Bonnie's. I was at Bonnie's, which is at the location of the Starbucks now. And I also wrote that, I wrote the um, research paper that I got an A on for Mrs. Omohundro in that Starbucks. So I guess your birth, my spot of your birth was good for me. (laughs) That was actually the least interesting thing that happened over there. As a yeah, my birth. Wait, you, you have all these other milestones oh, at the so Panther many. Creek Shopping Center, such as um, one of the funniest nicknames that any kid ever got in high school for me was when they called that kid Fine China. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he brought like he had like plates at Starbucks. Yeah, there was like this pretentious kid in the grade above me, and um, he. Oh, he was such a little twerp. I wonder what became of him. But he made such a show of being like too good for everything and Mm -hmm. he would go to starbucks and be like oh no could you please serve me that scone on a plate may i please have my drink in a mug like i'm staying here and so one kid that was in like one of my study groups so i didn't even really know that well was like oh yeah i call that kid fine china (laughs) god that's good (laughs) there was a kid like that a grade above me uh who uh sort of demanded that we call him tiberius Oh, I remember hearing about Tiberius. Yeah. He was actually always very nice to me. Yeah. We had uh, European history together, but I was always thinking, like, I, uh, are we going to address this? Like, Was he strange otherwise? Tiberius? Yeah, he was, like, one of those, like, incredibly smart kids. Okay. Where it's like, what are they even doing here? You know what I mean? Like, what a waste of everybody's time for this kid to be in high school. Was he, like... Like, a kid, though? Like, did he behave like a kid at all? Or no, was he... not really. Oh, that's so strange. Yeah. Some people are just like that. Because there's some kids that are, like, really smart, but they're also, like, so awkward, you know? Yeah. 
and just couldn't be me. Not me. <laughs> Certainly wasn't me. I was smart and super hot. Everyone was and saying popular. People, you know, people were saying like, "Oh my god!" Like she's like, she's got it all. You know? She has it all. Um, no, I think I skated through high school incredibly unnoticed. Um, oh, I was like mid as hell, but like <laughs> honestly, no, I, I was really good in academically on the like liberal arts side. Mm-hmm. As were you. Science and math, not my girls. No, um, but my history and English teachers loved me, yeah. and that was something. Except a real for card or a riot. Both of our senior English teachers did not care for us. Boy, that's a woman where if we saw each other, <laughs> I don't think. You know, I have it in me to be kind, but I actually think this person would walk away from me without a word. Yeah, yeah. Good so for if you. you're hearing this and you taught me. Senior, senior year English. high school just know that I am a good person and I will forgive <laughs> but I also wish you ill <laughs> I, I can't wish you anything that you're not like probably actively doing right now you know what I mean yeah exactly um we all get the life we deserve babe <laughs> Um, no, so how did we get to that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I went to Six Flags, uh, working backwards. Saturday, (laughs) you and I, uh, the rest of the weekend was sort of spent in your company, largely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Uh, Except for when Craig and I went to go look for a suit. uh, Oh, yeah. It just did not work out. Y'all hit the the shopping circuit. (laughs) It sucked. While y'all were doing that, I went up to Georgetown with Tig. Um, oh, the whole family went, um, and we sold some more Girl Scout cookies. And then Dad was like, you want to go get a pedicure? I was like, yeah, I do. It was awesome. I'm so bummed. And I need a pedicure. And so does Craig. Well, you know what? We're going to go. Y'all probably have Monday off. We're going to go yep. up this weekend. So okay, let's, let's convene. We'll chat. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. <clears throat> let's go. Okay. Um, but Dad joked. He loves getting pedicures. And he was like, I love spending $35 to save myself five minutes of trimming my own toenails. <laughs> That's his whole reason for going. He He's like, I just don't, I just don't want to bend over and trim my toenails. You know, Craig is not good at trimming any of his nails. Yeah, um, they're all squared off. I don't know if you've ever noticed. <gasps> no, ouch. that's when I sent you that photo of his nail that looked like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> they had like a flat top. He had a flat top. Yeah. Um, oh no. That's just it's a, it's a tough skill. Well, he does that so he doesn't get ingrowns. But I'm like, we can shape. <laughs> Allow me to introduce you mm-hmm. to the concept of a file. Yeah. <laughs> you can sculpt it into any shape you like. Anything, um, yeah. Um, but we didn't talk about, since we didn't record last week, we had a Gwirling Technology Summit. Oh, we didn't get to talk about that. Yeah, we went to the Omni. Which, while, okay, while we were there. It was a Gwirling Technology Summit. It, it was, was like so about the length of like... It was like a, a sales kickoff. It was so fun. Our friend Ingrid sent a couple girls an email and was like, hey, um, I'm going to go to this spa on this weekend, so you guys can come if you want. Like, we can make a day of it. And we were all like, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, such a nice day. Like, I got a facial, which I so, oh, my God, it's, like, so much improved my face. It was, like, I had been breaking out so bad. I really didn't notice, but you do look great now. Wow, thank you. It really helped. Um, Can't say the same for me, my dear, but I enjoyed you look it. Great. I Well, I think things are, like, my acne is always hormonal. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, so whatever's going to happen is going to happen. That's, there it is. Yep. Um, but it was so nice. It was like the most relaxing day. I saw my kids for like 20 minutes. If that. But then I thought about it. And I was like, if I'd gone out of town, they wouldn't have seen me at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least I was there to help them get ready for ballet. You're <laughs> completely fine to take a totally. curling technology summit. I know. It's just been a long time since I've done that. Like a girl's day, yeah. you know, or a girl's it weekend. Awesome. It was so nice. Um, 
Lindsay, unfortunately, due to the nature of her facial, could not join us in the... Yeah, I got a hydrofacial. Yes, in the um, sauna, the wet yeah. sauna. Either sauna, really, but... Yeah. Um, the I rest was told of- to avoid heat, which was a real shame because the sauna looked like fun. It did. It was... And more importantly... Trying, to. <laughs> um, yeah, so the rest of our party all went into the sauna, and Lindsay, unfortunately, missed... Something I'll probably never forget. <laughs> I walked in, and this girl who, like, by the way, is absolute stacked, like, oh, 11 yeah. out of 10, cute girl. Oh, yeah. Was showing us her new BBL and just, like, got this, naked as she was born and was like, I got a natural BBL. And my stupid brain is like, she got, like, a Dr. Bronner's BBL. <laughs> like, organic. Annie's Organics. Um, <laughs> because I did that with uh, Botox a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was probably just, like, you know... <laughs> bone tallow or whatever (laughs) um yeah so and I was like wait what do you mean natural BBL like expecting yeah a soiling cream kind of answer right it's like it's just smaller it's more natural a natural sizing one um the healing on that sounds like a brutal son of a bee boy though I just feel like I love when girlies are in the company of girlies and it's very like you know what sure I'll tell you whatever even in that moment though like I feel like as a kid I would have been like oh my god and I was just like well this girlie's just on a different path yeah somehow our paths crossed each other today (laughs) and I'll remember you always (laughs) thank you for showing me your thank you I wish her well on her journey totally she's out on the dating scene it's namaste girls and I hope she does well yeah she's a cute girl yeah um no I like it was I, the whole day. We, like, all of us brought books with us, and nobody, nobody opened one. I think one. I read, like, five pages, and then Anjali showed up, and I was like, sweet, now I can talk. <laughs> and we just talked the whole damn day. It was so nice. My throat was sore the next day. Yeah, time. but it was like, I came, I was like, when I got home that night, I was, like, radiating, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, like, got my bucket filled. You know, I feel like just yeah. being around, like, girlies for the day was just, like, very invigorating I loved that I um am a big proponent of um what's it called when you take someone else's cult appropriating (laughs) (laughs) appropriating orthodox Judaism uh and then that everybody gets a mikvah because like yeah I just got off my period and I was like well this is an important time of healing in my life So I deserve a spot. I need to handle myself with kid gloves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I hope to be at a point in my life where it's like every cycle, about two days later, I'm going to the spa. Boy, that would be really something. I'm adding it? it to the list. By the way, you have a little tangle right here, and I'm just worried it's going to get worse. My hair? Yeah. Girl, it's, it's, a, it's over here. It's over here. You look at my hair wrong, and it starts to tangle. You got it. I think you're going to be fine. Oh, boy. It's getting long. It's giving chimpanzee hours over here. <laughs> Start um, kicking at you. Yeah. But while we were there, we were watching a birthday party being set up. Nelda, from, right? Yeah, her name was Nelda. I don't know. We were, we were so curious. 60th birthday party. Any friends of the pod have boots on the ground. There was a 60-year-old in Austin named Nelda, and she had a real humdinger of a party. Ostentatious. A li- big, Looked like a wedding. A big, big party. We thought it was a wedding most of the day. Um, we were like watching it all be set up from the spa, which was really fun. Like mm-hmm. all th- that was another thing. Like every girl there was like, Oh my gosh, are you watching that party get set up? Yeah. We do. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. Pods of girls just kept sort of interacting with. Yeah. It was so cute. Um, but we, um, when we were there, we were talking about how Jessica Simpson got married there to Nick Lachey. And oh my God, I Ingrid was talking about how Jessica Simpson's book was good. And I was like, you know, I've heard she had told me that before. And then like Fiona said that before too. 
And I was like, I feel like I've heard enough good buzz about this to listen to it. And I got it from the Austin Public Library. And girl, when I tell you, not not 24 hours from wow. this, the time I started it before I ended it. You read all of Open Book in a day? The entire thing, You read girl. it with your eyes? No, 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 no. Oh, Audiobook. And, and it's her talking. And it was her. And she's very compelling. You know what? I'm going to download it from Libro right now it's you should it is so so good um and I would like wouldn't even count myself like a super fan or anything like you know she's got a couple cute little songs or whatever but she's so forthcoming about celebrities that she like interacted with that's that shit we all like yes Mm, yeah. yeah she's definitely like the girls I think um and what a pretty girl. She's so pretty. Classic Texas pretty girl. Uh-huh. She is like... She's a blueprint. She's like never pretended that she wanted to like not be blonde long term. An you know alternative I mean? bone in her body. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. She's the kind of be like, yeah, I like punk. I like goo goo dolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she was brunette briefly. Um, I think like during the John Mayer days. And it was like her kind of like edgy post-divorce era. But then she was like, why lie about who <laughs> I, I am doing this? Then <laughs> she started dating Tony Romo and she went blonde again. And it was she like. W- who's she with now? She's married to a former football player, but he's like, he played football for Yale. Or as she says, y'all. Yes. <laughs> and. Um, she needs to always be with a former football player. He seems like player. he's kind of, kind of like hippy dippy though, in a weird way. They've been together for like a long time now. They're a beautiful, beautiful couple. And they have three kids. And Yeah. She, she, and she talks about her fertility journey. She had this crazy thing happen when she was um, newly a pop star where she had like in, like crazy severe abdominal pain, had to go to the hospital, and they were like, there's something wrong with one of your fallopian tubes, so we're going to take it. So they were like, you'll only be able to get pregnant every other month, basically. Oh, interesting. So she always knew what month, like what, which ovary she was um, ovulating from. And the first time she got pregnant she was like, it was not the right month. Like there's just, it just didn't add up that there was no way. Um, but her husband goes to this, like, I don't want to say it was like, what's the like Chinese energy healing. Oh, TCM or no, like, like chi healers. Chi, it's like Qigong or something. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that was what she was saying that he mm-hmm. does, but his Qigong guy was like, there working with him and Jessica, got her period and she was like, Oh, I'm so sad. Like, you know, I thought we were, I thought we were going to get pregnant this month or whatever. And so she just like briefly, the guy was like, what, what happened? Like, can you tell me about your, your history a little bit? And she was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And told him the story. And he like did something like popped something on her pelvis. And she was like, the next month I knew that I wasn't, there was no way that I'd be able to get pregnant. So like, I imagine my shock when it turns out that I did, mm-hmm. you know? So she's like, I don't know what he did to me, but I, that and a miracle, you know? Dude, I've heard some nutso stories yeah. about Qigong. Yeah. I think there's probably just a lot that we can all learn from each other. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, but anyways, yeah, she, the same thing happened with her second one, where it was like a month where she shouldn't have been able to get pregnant. And, and that she old was only Qigong like really kicked in. And she was only like four months postpartum. So her kids are like her oh first two kids are gosh. super super close together in age. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Anyways, an incredible book. I totally recommend it. I'm, I'm gonna listen to it. You're gonna pretty soon. You're gonna enjoy. It. Oh, and the I think the other thing that's really fascinating about it is how much um, insight she gives into her parents and their relationship and her dad specifically. Because you know. 
there's always been a bit of speculation. Right. Um, friend of Dorothy. That he might be a bit of a friend of Dorothy. <laughs> and she kind of, she doesn't ever say that, but she talks about how he brought his friend mm. to her wedding. who was like okay. a young model that he had been around a lot. And it was kind of like, je comprends tout. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. anyways. That Adam, um, what's his Adam Green song? Jessica. Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, too. She's like, um, like John Mayer and her. What a, what a Man, weird moment. What a, just you like a spectacular douchebag that guy is. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great musician. So good. Gotta yeah. hand it to him. <laughs> Often that's how that goes. I think, it, like, she, she kind of landed, like, nailed it. She was like, basically, I realized that he was, like, putting me through all of this, like, psychological torture and all this drama because he was using stuff, like, he was using those emotional cycles to create music. Ew. And she's like, I'm not going to subject myself to that long term. No. She's like, the music that I write is sort of about having fun and blue jeans and <laughs> really? cars. Nothing but a t-shirt on. <laughs> I love that song. Love that song rules. It's so good. Yeah. She's not, like... She should have never been with the tortured soul type. No. She that's always needs like, to be with, like, a big, beefy dummy. It was... Nick Lachey and her, on the surface, were such a perfect fit. It, their marriage sounded like misery. I think they were they both hated so each other. immature, too. Yes. I think that's Because I don't actually one. wish him any ill will. No. Seems I think like he a perfectly seems nice guy. corny. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he and Vanessa Manillo, or Vanessa Lachey, I guess, mm-hmm. um, they seem happy. They've been together for a really long time. And they're really good hosts of Love is Blind, I think. That is the it's, easiest it's job not, in Hollywood. I was going to say, it wouldn't be hard. It's, uh, but, like, they're charming. God, can you we know? talk, like, okay, I guess we should talk about the movie. But also, I have to tell you, After the Altar was such a damn flaw. That's what I heard. I'm not even going to bother watching it. Don't. I, it's a I waste of your time. I saw the people that were, like, spending 10 minutes on TikTok told me more about what's the, what's up with these people. Yeah, than, because they don't address the SK infidelity until the very, very end. Mm-mm. They don't address um, what's his what, old boy's Brennan? domestic assault. Yeah, yeah. At all. Period. Poo. Nothing. Well, he's the only, he's their only. They have to keep him success in a good Success story this season. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, maybe they're really hedging their bets on Matt and Colleen because everyone's getting like abuser vibes from him. Woof. Um, boy, that's a weird one. Because when she they first got to together, run. I was like, they have insane chemistry. And then they immediately became that couple, you know? I also think that they are both drama. Like, Colleen less so. Yeah. But I worry that she would, like, dull her shine to, like, not piss him off. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just both are drama. Nancy also seemed a little... I heard she seemed not great. Not great, yeah. (laughs) Like, trying to force, like, a friendship with Bartiz, and it's like, don't bother. Well, and then... Yeah, Vartese was a dumbass about it, too. I did the whole thing. No thanks. Cole showed up. Nobody wanted to see him. And also, I think Brennan, <laughs> like, beating up on Cole is, like, fake and phony, and I hate it. You know what I mean? Wait, Brennan beats up on him? Not, oh. like, physically, but he's like, hey, man, I just, all the shit I've heard about you. And I'm like, well, let's talk about you, Brennan. Yeah. Like, You're right. I do vaguely remember at the reunion that yeah, Brennan and, and Alexa were like, and I have receipts about Cole. <laughs> They were like teams in a. Yeah, I, mean, I just need to know when the next season is going to be. Let's go. Me too. Also, like Brandon and Alexa, just two or three. Of, that was three. Um, Where was the second one? 
Chicago. Oh, yeah. Flops. I would say season one and season three were the most entertaining. Season one had the most um, real feel, except for Damien and Giannina. (laughs) (laughs) That show is so such a weird psychological can you believe it i love loving it though it makes me feel closer to everybody it's so funny like at at little women um angelie and i were talking about um the uh when white lotus was on Mm -hmm. she was like i love when there's a show on that everybody watches together because it feels very like Super Bowl for yeah, the girls. It's sweet. But for everybody. When everybody loves the same thing, we were talking about this with Celine Dion. Yeah. Because she's an international sensation. <laughs> like, she's a bridge across cultures. Yes. We the love fact her for that it. like me and some rando in Russia probably both love Celine Dion. It's, it's like, true. We're not so different after all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's funny too, like I always think that French people my age are too cool for that, but then I'm like, no, I no, bet they are absolutely I not. bet they love her too. <laughs> How can you not? She's so charming. Man, what was that video we watched Friday night? Girl, it was, I think it was like the first three songs of her residency. Yes, but what's the name of the song that you and Brooke were going Oh, To Love You More. Girl. You got me on it now, and it is just a very good song. But y'all were like screaming like you were watching football. She's not going to do the verse. Oh, she did it, but she won't do the drop. Yeah! Y'all jumped. It happened three times. Yeah. We thought she had like done a different arrangement. And I was like, oh man, she skipped the second verse before the before the first chorus. And Brooke was like, yeah, I think she's doing abbreviated versions of these songs. And I was like, oh man, man, I bet she's going to cut it and not do all the, the good string stuff. And Brooke was like, yeah, or that bridge I really like. And then they, she did all of it. And we, yeah. every time we were like, ah! <laughs> yes. It was... Man. That it's was so it. Did good. feel like watching our sports together? Yeah, to watch like Celine Dion concert footage. Did you watch any of the Super Bowl last night? Not a lick. I didn't either. Not Haven't a blip. Even, not a bloop. Haven't even seen Rihanna's halftime show. No, I uh, the the reviews I'm hearing are like okay, low energy, but also like she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah, it's like so that's it's like, what we needed to know. You know, that's the relevant information. Yeah, exactly. And it's happy I feel like for if you. You're gonna do any big, but like you know performance like that pregnant like whatever you turn in's fine yeah you know definitely <laughs> you take care of you mama go, go set those feet up after this <laughs> we really do appreciate you showing up and i, I wouldn't hope that do you it did. no if i'd scheduled it like before i knew i was gonna get pregnant i would be like ding. i am pregnant i cannot do this and she's a big enough star that she could do that It'd yeah, be fine. Anyone would understand. But, you know, it was also kind of a fun way to tell everyone that she's pregnant. Yeah, as of that time, Beyonce did it with Love on Top. Can you believe? So oh, God. I screamed. I wasn't, like, I was watching it with Sarah in her room in college, and I screamed. And to one of her best songs, too. I God, mean, I love that damn song. It's so good. So good. Um, okay, the main thing about Iron this stupid, mask. stupid film. So one thing I did not know going into this uh-huh. is that it was sort of like um, fanfic for uh, the Dumasian characters. Is that what? No. Okay. It is actually is this part based, of the canon. It's yeah. It was actually based on a Dumas novel Which called one? The Man in the Iron Mask. Oh. Um, and I think that that was Damn. a sequel to. Um, ooh, did you hear that lovely swallow sound? That was oh. a big old gulp, girly. Um, it was a sequel to The Three Musketeers. Yeah. A book which, fun fact, I read for fun in sixth grade. I thought, okay. Because I was so extremely cool. I remember, maybe it was a different book. I thought it was The Three Musketeers where we were on a vacation 
And you realized you had the abridged version and that the, like, summer reading asked for the unabridged. And you were like, shit, shit, shit. It was... what was that one we had to read? The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, okay. You can see why I would continue yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've read three of his books, I think. Um, so it is, let me let me just, is this so? Is this based on um, the mystery? Oh, no, you know what? Was I right? You were right. I thought I was right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they just sort of like spun this up. It's fanfic. That is crazy. I don't know why I thought that it was based on a Dumas book. Um, Seems a little bit silly, doesn't it? It definitely does. Um, the But I wondered if it was like, oh, the... Okay, so some characters are from Alexandre Dumas' D'Artagnan romances, which I guess The Three Musketeers must have been one of. And some plot elements are very loosely adapted from his 1847 novel, The Vicomte de Bragelonne. So I, it's it's sort of drawing okay various right. Bits of IP. It's like the new Lord of the Rings. Like they're, they're yeah. using what they yes, can. Yes, exactly. Sort of a making patching together what you can. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was based on um, like the actual figure of the man in the iron mask was a real person, which I didn't know until last night. It was a political prisoner during the reign of Louis the Fourteenth, and nobody knew who he was. And apparently, um, uh, was. Uh, what's the boy Voltaire mm-hmm. wrote in one of his books? Uh, his theory, like kind of fan theory, was that it was the illegitimate older brother of Louis the Fourteenth. Okay, um, right. Who he had like locked away to keep, you know, from having claims to the throne or whatever. Not an uncommon move. Yeah, certainly. Um, I'm sure this has happened before. You all know. <laughs> well, well, no, I meant like Elizabeth oh. being locked up, you know, oh, sort of yeah. like, yeah, uh, not with an iron mask though. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 but no, definitely, yes. but I'm just like, jailing your political. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Taylor's oldest time. For you know sure. what I mean? I did actually see on TikTok that there are some newly found or newly translated letters from Mary Queen of Scots. There's like 92 of them. I'm like, was she writing in tell me more? Primarily? I don't know. I don't know what the new about it is, but the historians are... I can stand to know more about her. It seems like you're very well acquainted. I'm not particularly. Um, I do know a little bit about her, like her marriage was a big mess. The Mm -hmm. one that like her, James I was um, the product of, and she had her husband killed. Right. Is really cool if you ever go to Holyrood House. Like you can see really cool where it happened. <laughs> yeah, it is really cool. I do wait. So didn't she like burn Joe Alwyn up or something? Yeah. Yes. In the movie. Yeah. Yes. But she does that. Oh, she does that because he has her friend David Rizzio killed in front of her. That's right. And there's been various theories about whether David Rizzio was either gay or he was straight and the boys were concerned that he was going to take their girl clap if you think he was gay clap if you think he was gay they, um, they portrayed him as as gay in mary queen of scots i think the, yes the film. and i'm trying to remember some the guy who played david rizzio has actually been in something else recently that i saw now Interesting. hold on now now hold on now y'all david rizzio yeah so sorry it was him that died at holyrood house but um or riccio her husband, Lord Donnelly, had him killed. That's what it was. The guy that plays her cousin in that movie. Her cousin. a good-looking guy. 
which I don't remember him. Mary Queen of Scots. I think it's honestly only the way he's styled James McArdle. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like without the beard, he looks yeah, 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 sort of jarring. But they styled him real cute. (laughs) Real cute. He looked like a fleet fox, you know. Oh, definitely. Okay, now let me see who. What a moment that was. Yeah, the girls were screaming, and I was the girls. (laughs) Ismael Cruz Cordova. Who was in The Rings of Power. Oh, yeah, which I didn't watch. I watched only a little bit of, but I feel like there was something else. It's also on Sesame Street. Okay. (laughs) All right now. And Ray Um, Donovan. This movie was so ridiculously silly. It was the silliest thing I've seen in such a long time. What an unserious film. Um, And the cast list is star-studded, as we said before. Leonardo DiCaprio. This Mm -hmm. is kind of his... he He had done, like, Gilbert Grape. And he had done a couple of, and, you know, obviously. He had done Titanic by this He had done Titanic, but he had uh, done um, Romeo, uh, and Romeo and Juliet. Like he had. He was doing hits. He was doing some hits. And then he just sort of flopped this little potato on the table. Or Basketball Diaries. Basketball was something else. I didn't, I did not see that. I, I did not see that. I did not see that yet. Um, um, yeah, he, he was doing pretty good. Jeremy Irons uh, is in this. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu. Um. Who else? John Malkovich. John Malkovich. And Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne still looked good somehow because he's just a good-looking man. The hair situation. The hair was, was bad. The hair was bad. Against I, him. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, <laughs> John Malkovich played the father of Peter Sarsgaard in this movie. So Peter Sarsgaard plays a character named Raoul, um, the Duchess man alive. <laughs> Raoul and his. His dad, Athos, is a former musketeer. And boy, they make they really make a meal out of these being some old dogs. They really do. These but are, I do want everyone to take a moment their hats. to consider the casting decision yeah. of Malkovich being related to Sarsgaard. Listen to their tonal, the quality of their voice. We were saying last night. like Creepy men. I would, wa- I would believably watch a film like where they played father and son i thought you were about to say like i would believe an allegation i was like me too also that too yeah for sure he just plays so many creepy people and i love maggie gyllenhaal i have to trust her judgment need you to know peter we're keeping an eye on the situation you in an education you should be apologizing you need to be writing letters a letter writing campaign what was it minnie and bubba Bubba love disgusting and when he had the banana suggestion, I just... Get out of here. Mm-mm-mm. Yuck. And then find out at the end that this whole time he was doing <laughs> Sally Hawkins and me too. Like, jam. <laughs> you can't do that to two of my girls. Oh, that movie. That movie what is... A movie. What a good cast. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. What's her face? The From teacher? Rushmore. What's her name? Olivia. She played She played um, Camilla in The Crown. Williams. Olivia I think, Williams. Right? That sounds right. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow, what a damn movie! Okay, so but not this, this one though. But not, the, but not you though. <laughs> so like hilarious plot: the king is evil. They have to like find his twin brother who has an iron mask on. Um, yeah, he's been locked away. Aramis knows this. Jeremy Irons' character, yes. who is very churchy. His whole thing is he's, he's pretty a churchy. priest. He's churchy. And Gerard Depardieu would be farting. That thing be spitting, farting. <laughs> he's got kidney stones. He's horned up. He, this man's a clown, and he keeps being like, 
I hate my life now that I'm old and fat. And it happened and, pretty quickly. And he keeps he keeps calling himself old and fat, and I'm like, you don't even you're not even that fat. I don't understand. No, and you also look to be about 50, 55. Not very old. It's not over yet, babe. It's actually the youngest I've seen Gerard Depardieu. Absolutely. That nose is really something. It is something. One time I told dad that he kind of reminds me of Gerard Depardieu because he does. Yeah, definitely. But I do want to clarify if this happens to be one of the errant episodes that he listens to. <laughs> That's in the good way. Yeah, it's the in bon the good way, way and you have a better nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly. And I say this because I have that nose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just sort of the uh, bon vivant. Yeah, very bon vivant. You know? Um, Athos, his whole thing is that he's kind of a snooze to me. <laughs> his whole brand actually is, I'm a dad, a real proud dad. Yeah. I love my son, and he's going to get engaged. Isn't that cool? I love his, I love my daughter-in-law. I love my boy. Yeah. Love being a daddy. That's it. That's the whole thing. And then his son dies. <laughs> the dad that you can't, up. You cannot take that. That's, yeah. that's all that man has. It was a, it was a real bummer when that happened. I do want to <laughs> add that before that happened, mm. and he died because the king did a sort of David Bathsheba type Yes, move, yeah. Sent um, the man away to go get killed on the yeah. front lines. Classically, it did, you know, the lore is that Louis XIV was just mm. evil. Mm. flat out evil but in the end they were like <laughs> and he was one of the most celebrated most loved they love him in france and i'm like i don't feel like they super duper celebrate the ancien regime at all at all no i mean um, like you can go visit versailles and boy and, you should boy you should this man like, had taste i think the they venus room probably appreciate that as a country like well that's pretty cool that's you a pretty cool house. It, but you know, like, all that furniture was taken. Yeah. And it's, like, the that writing desk that they got, they acquired from some private seller. It's, like, yeah. the most recent. They have, like, one of the very, very, very few pieces of furniture at Versailles. Ooh. It was, like, $3 million. Ooh. Can you believe this? Ooh. Well, those people were mad. Yeah. And they should have been. That was their money. That was their money. But also, man... What a bummer. It's a beautiful house. Beautiful This movie house. also has Hugh Laurie in it, briefly. Yeah, we did sort of gloss over he, he that. He kind of gets to be the patsy, right? Something like that. For, like, he's like, your majesty, there's some rotten fruit out by the ports that, like, we're not giving to the sailors because they would, like, make them sick. And there's people writing that they want food. And he's like, well, then give them the rotting food, you know? Oh, Yuck. right. And yeah, he was an evil little scamp. Yeah. I honestly feel like Leonardo DiCaprio was like, best I can do, <laughs> best I can do is just learning the lines. I'm not yeah. going to, I'm actually not going to do anything special as far as delivery. I'm not going to try an accent. He phoned this in. <laughs> All of them did. This I think was they a quick committed paycheck. maybe before the, they read the script and then they were like, oh, this oh, is a no. real. When Oh Boy threw that sword. <laughs> I, like, waited till Craig got home and rewound and was like, get a load of this. Wait, which one threw it? I'm not sure I remember. I think it was uh, D'Artagnan. <laughs> the king was about oh, to Gabriel get assassinated. Yeah. Yes. And so he he takes, like a, like, a fencing foil and throws it like a frisbee through a, through a fountain where it perfectly pierces the attacker. He also... Um, diffuses the situation with the peasants by being like you everyone calm down calm down and then when one of them throws a rotting apple oh, at him he like that part. spears it out of the air it and then so takes long. a little bite and he goes this is rotten 
I'll go talk to the king. This movie is so bad. So I can't believe it. The big twist is that, because this guy was oh, not willing to kill the king and like all that, and it's because he's his daddy. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know he had a twin son somehow. Yeah. So apparently in, in the, the story that we are fed is that the king, his mother, and his father, who we're to believe is D'Artagnan, not the former king. Right. So it seems like that would cause a legitimacy crisis as well. I do think that was the case with 14th's mother, was that she married a much, much older man, I believe. Um, oh, interesting. But let me confirm that. Queen Anne of Austria. Absolute smoke show, this woman. Yeah. Wow, beautiful. Um, a pretty, pretty girl. Pretty, pretty girl. Um, oh, and then Christine was Raoul's soon-to-be-intended mm-hmm. before he died on the battlefield. And then the king, like makes her come be a mistress for a little while and then she case herself yeah this movie i felt that the knowing now that it wasn't written by dumas makes so much more sense because i'm like i feel that the way that it handles death is so clumsy and so it's not at all thought out what are you gonna do (laughs) sometimes people die you don't have time to linger on this We just got to keep it pushing. We got to keep it pushing. This movie's over budget. (sighs) Out of time. I could not believe. There's so many, like, gaping plot holes. Terrible movie. (laughs) I enjoyed it. It's actually one of the worst, I think, that we've watched. Yeah. Possibly. Because Leonardo DiCaprio plays two characters. Yeah. He plays one that is the meanest little guy you've ever seen. And And then one who's so dumb. My God. Like, like, just they, simple, very simple man. And they talk about him like he's, like, a good-hearted man. It's like, you don't know him, really. He just actually doesn't have anything resembling an education up to yeah, this point. Yeah, he's sort of been feral. He's been feral. in a cave. <laughs> and it seemed like he didn't have... It, I also felt that it was weird that he could describe his... Could and did, would know to, <laughs> describe his situation growing up so succinctly. Yeah. To be like, it's I like, didn't have any... think about it. <laughs> I was always sort of secluded. <laughs> and you know, I hadn't I hadn't considered it until recently, but I never did have any friends. Well, now that you mention it. But I do have perfect social skills, despite yeah. all of the above, uh, the aforementioned. Quite the little gentleman. Yeah. Very, what the hell was that? No, it was so strange. Very goofy, very goofy film. Terrible. 32%, I think, is what I saw uh, on Rotten it, Tomatoes. That's generous. I think so. Who uh, directed this? Uh, probably the last thing he directed. <laughs> Randall Wallace. Let's okay. See. Let's see what old boy has Michael been up to. Bay. He directed We Were Soldiers and... No, he was also... He's a writer and producer. Okay. Known for We Were Soldiers, Pearl Harbor, and Braveheart. Okay, there you go. Wow. There you go. What a terrible... Pearl Harbor. Secretariat as well. We can't not. Oh, I don't want to. One day we'll cover Pearl Harbor. (laughs) I don't want to. Well, we'll talk next December, maybe. Um, What are we going to watch next week? We we had a little reserve list, didn't we? Let me look. Um, Pause, please. All right, we've landed on Bright Star, mm-hmm. starring um, Ben Wishaw as Keats. So, to everyone who says that we can't read, absolutely, yes, we can. Keats, famous for being name-checked by Natasha Bedingfield in mm-hmm. these words. Yes, along with Byron and Shelley. Yeah. They should be so lucky. Absolutely. Boy, that song's good. What Boy, a hit. Boy, that song's good. What a hit. Um, all right, until next week, uh, watch Bright Star or don't, but join us as we talk about it. 
Bye. Bye.